Constitutions provide the basic laws and principles of government for modern states. They determine the powers and duties of those who govern, and guarantee the rights and freedoms of those who are governed. Yet, few countries can be understood through these documents alone. Constitutions have, in Walter Badgett's famous formulation, secrets, which don't always align to the traditional theory as it exists in the books. Welcome to Efficient Secrets, a podcast from the Oxford Constitutional Studies Forum. I'm Nick Dickinson, and I'm an academic at the University of Oxford's Department for Politics and the Bingham Fellow in Constitutional Studies at Balliol College. In this series, I'm going to be talking to experts at Oxford, along with some other guests, about how constitutional studies can help us understand democratic backsliding, the increasingly prevalent process by which consolidated democracies begin to degrade the rights and freedoms supposedly guaranteed by their constitutions. The podcast is part of a broader project, the Constitutional Studies Forum, which will bring together scholars of law and politics to understand the challenges faced by liberal constitutional democracies across the world today. In this first episode, I sat down with the founders of the forum, Professor Petra Sleiter from the Department for Politics and Professor Nick Barber from the Faculty of Law, to talk about the aims of the forum and why we've chosen democratic backsliding as our first topic. We met in Nick's office in Trinity College, where unfortunately, as often in Oxford, there was some building work going on in the background, which you may be able to hear faintly. Petra Schleiter. I'm a professor of comparative politics and one of the two founders of the Constitutional Studies Forum in Oxford. I'm uh, Nick Barber and I'm professor of constitutional law and theory at uh, Trinity College, Oxford. First question then is what is the Oxford Constitutional Studies Forum? Well that's an excellent question. I think the the forum is a response to um, a problem in Oxford and a problem in academia more generally and it's the problem of the divide between disciplines. Um, We face problems that span disciplines, but law and politics traditionally have kept themselves apart. We even in Oxford have law and politics fellows sitting in the same college, but in different rooms and not speaking to each other. So the forum is going to be um, a vehicle through which we can interact, a medium in which people from law, scholars from law and scholars from politics can meet to discuss problems that affect our disciplines jointly. And what we're interested in are the constitutions that provide the frameworks for political systems around the world. So from the UK to the US, Europe, the Middle East, Latin America to Asia and Africa. And constitutions really establish the rules of the game by which we select our representatives, they delineate the powers of those representatives, they specify the limits of those powers, the checks on them, the remedies that are available to us when our representatives overstep the limits of their powers. And so constitutions are important and they also safeguard our rights. For instance, our right to vote, our right to assemble, to express our opinions, to protest or to have recourse against um, those who govern us if they govern us in ways that are not appropriate. And so in this Constitutional Studies Forum, we ask what challenges these governance frameworks are currently facing and how they're measuring up to those challenges, whether they're fit for purpose. And um, so obviously there are a number of kind of academic units that study constitutions in various ways. So what is it that we're we're trying to achieve with this new network to study constitutions? 
Well, at the moment, I think we're really facing a period of exceptional turbulence and challenges for governance globally that really straddle disciplines, that cut across disciplines, right? These are questions that really range from everything like climate science to politics to law to um, area studies. Uh, for example, we're currently facing a global health pandemic. Um, we face a climate emergency, we face environmental degradation, and we also face um, democratic backsliding. And some of these challenges um, we're going to focus on in our work. And it's a peculiarly apposite time, I think, for these different disciplines to come together. Um, this very day that we're recording this podcast, we have Boris Johnson being interviewed by the police about the breach of the COVID rules. We've got um, the whips being interviewed by the police potentially in a, a few days' time about allegations of blackmail made by Conservative MPs. We've got a dismissal from government being challenged under uh, um, empl through employment law. And just going back a, a year or so, we have the Miller case about the way in which the United Kingdom left the European Union and the Miller-Cherry case about Boris Johnson's decision to prorogue Parliament. And these are all areas in which law and politics intersect, in which you can't really understand what's going on without thinking it from both um, a legal and a political uh, uh, dimension. Great. Yeah. So, I mean, as you mentioned, Nick, this is a, a interdisciplinary project, really, mainly between politics and law, but um, with researchers from some other areas as well. I mean, why is why is that so important? And also, why is that um, actually so rare often that we, that we work together in this way? Well, I think the rarity is a good question. I, I don't think we can justify its rarity. It should be a, a far more common experience. But for historical reasons, law and politics have grown up in separate buildings in uh, universities, and the two disciplines haven't talked to each other as much as they should. But it's becoming increasingly obvious that if we're going to understand what's going on in our society, and if we're going to take steps to try and improve um, our democratic processes, um, we are going to have to have a joint uh, response from these two uh, disciplines. Yeah, and potentially even more disciplines than just law and politics. So if you think about you know, how fit our constitutional frameworks are to tackle challenges of climate change or environmental degradation, um, you know, climate scientists, economists have to be part of that conversation. So it's really the nature of the challenges that drives our collaborations here. And the first one that we're going to look at in the podcast series, the problem of democratic decay, I think is one of the most pressing constitutional and political issues that faces not just um, the United Kingdom, but many countries um, around the world. And some of that uh, challenge is at um, 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 the level of the surface level. So it's a problem about um, election rules. It's a problem about the operation of parties. It's a problem about um, executive ag aggrandizement and, and, and the role of the, 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 the leader, the temptation, the lure of populism and authoritarianism. Um, but I think there's a deeper issue underneath democratic uh, decay that we'll also be looking at. And that's the problem of building a community that can act and speak democratically. The problem of creating the demos, a question of identification. How do we get people to identify with and engage with the state in which they live? Mm. And this problem of democratic backsliding is really a problem that affects developed and developing democracies around the world. Um, and since the end of the Cold War, we, we've really moved from a world in which democracy seemed ascendant and dominant to a world in which democracy is much more fragile and seems much more at risk. So globally, 
you know, if you think about the most influential powers, you think about China, you think about Russia, you think about Brazil, you think about India, they're firmly in the grip of rulers that are not at all committed to democracy. And we've seen recently in the US a concerning turn since Trump. We're seeing in the UK um, an executive that is increasingly will willing to abolish checks on itself. And in Europe too, democracies under pressure in Hungary, in Poland, in many other places. So this is really a problem that is, it's a trend that is materially transforming the world that we live in. Yeah, so as you mentioned, this, this first season is going to focus all on, uh, on democratic backsliding. Um, this again is sort of, as you both have said, a sort of topic of increasing concern both to political scientists and lawyers. Um, I mean, what is it though that we're hoping to sort of add to the conversation on backsliding with this uh, interdisciplinary project that's sort of been lacking uh, in uh, the conversation over this so far? So we're th trying to think about, you know, what makes constitutional democracies more or less vulnerable to this sort of challenge. We're trying to think about questions like, how can we safeguard effective elections and meaningful de democratic dialogue in a context of national and cross-national actors who spread disinformation, for instance? What makes constitutional democracies more or less vulnerable to executive overreach? What happens when citizenship is torn apart by polarization, by socioeconomic inequality um, that maybe spills over into inequalities in political participation. How can democracies such as Spain or the UK navigate regional tensions effectively? These are some of the questions that we want to look at. And this is where I think the, the, the intersection of these different disciplines is really going to uh, pay dividends. So we're going to be analysing these problems and thinking about the, the, the causes of democratic decay. We're also going to be thinking about solutions. We're going to be thinking about ways in which we can push back against democratic decay and restore democratic processes. And that's where the discipline of law, I think, comes into its own, because law is all about tools, creating tools that societies can use for certain um, uh, objectives. So this isn't just going to be a podcast that identifies the problem and bemoans the, 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 the collapse in democratic processes that we see in many countries. This is going to be a series in which we try and think about how we can make things better. Yeah, and solutions um, or ways to address democratic backsliding always have a legal side and they have a political side. So it's about identifying what are the legally viable strategies, what are the politically viable strategies to arrest and maybe reverse some of those trends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess in that vein then, so you're both obviously sort of deeply experienced in, uh, in law and politics, respectively. And I wonder what each of you um, is kind of most looking forward to about kind of listening to, to how the other side thinks about these same problems. I'm looking forward to being surprised in part. So, 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 so I, 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 I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to hear. I, I hope that I'm going to find out more about the social causes and the social pressures that lead to these constitutional crises. And I hope that when I talk, when I bring my, my legal experience um, into the discussion, I'm gonna get pushback from people on the politics side who are gonna talk about how those laws actually will impact in the real world, how constitutions actually affect um, 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 behavior. So that's what I'm hoping to hear. And I'm interested in better understanding the power of legal argument um, in, these, in these debates. I mean, legal argument actually shifts things, right? When Supreme Courts decide issues, it is legal argument that shifts 
positions, right, and can make major differences to how societies handle problems. So I'm, I'm really excited to just learn more about that. Great, great. And so obviously the podcast is just one strand of uh, the Constitutional Studies Forum's sort of planned work over the next uh, 18 months or so. Um, so what else should people be sort of looking out for in terms of uh, what we're going to be doing? So we'll be hosting a set of mini lectures um, about constitutions and how they work, um, which will be available online. We'll also be hosting a series of events, many of which will be available online. So please visit our website and follow what we're doing. Thanks for listening to Efficient Secrets, a podcast from the Oxford Constitutional Studies Forum. In the next episode, we'll examine the fundamental principles which define the democratic constitutional state, from limits on power to the rights and duties we owe to each other as democratic citizens. The podcast was hosted and produced by me, Nick Dickinson, with administrative support from Dorian Singh and Helen Morley. And our music is Old Street from Orange Productions, licensed by Tune Tank. <laughs>